welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Before we get started on this episode, I just wanted to tell you, we are starting a brand new thing with online women's Bible study, and I want to make sure you do not miss it. So be sure to go to onlinewomensbiblestudy.com right now because we are launching a whole new thing. If you are someone who wants more out of God's word, wants to study his word more, and you need flexibility to do that as well, friend, go to onlinewomensbiblestudy.com right now. We've totally changed things up there. And I can't wait for you to see what's going on over there. Okay, this is one of those episodes where it's just you and me and I wanted to talk about something. So I do not have notes for this because I felt like I needed to keep it a little bit messy. (laughs) Um, So it might be a very rough episode, but that's okay because we have already said that we can show up just as we are here at Hearers and Doers podcast. So I'm going to um, do the same. I'm going to show up just as I am as well. Um, I wanted to share something that I hope is helpful for you. Um, because I I think from what I'm hearing from others, you probably aren't hearing at other places. And so I just want you to hear it somewhere. And if you don't resonate or relate to this, you have full freedom to skip this episode and go on to a different podcast. But for those of you who might relate, I hope this is encouraging to you today. Um, we, if you're listening to this episode as it's releasing, we are just exiting summer and going into a new school year. And I know many of you are in different seasons. Um, some of you have kids and you are in a similar season Some of you still have a couple weeks left of summer. I have family up in New York, and they still have three weeks left of summer. Um, And so they're not quite there yet. Um, But others of you, I know, even if you don't have kids or if you are empty nesters, we're kind of all over the map, that that we all have different seasons. And um, I still believe my lesson in all of this, you'll be able to relate and connect to. So don't allow my specific scenario to help you to 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 cause you to disconnect from this lesson so in reality this was not the best summer for our family we still had a good summer so please hear and know that we had a great summer I love my kids I love my family I love our house I love our community all those things right and I feel like we can just always have a standard rule of knowing that we can say things are hard and that doesn't mean all of life is miserable I don't know why we always have to disclaimer things but there you go um it it wasn't the best and one of the things that made it hard is we just had to say no more than usual it was a tighter summer for us and with that also um um 
more stress, stressful summer for us in lots of different capacities. And with that, what that brought about for me personally is frustration and jealousy and bitterness. Now, I didn't realize all of that right away. And I would really love if my second episode on this podcast wasn't about this. (laughs) I'm like, wow, this is not a very encouraging way to start. But I feel like it's the best way I can encourage you and the most honest way I can encourage you in this current season Um, because it comes with so much hope because I found so much freedom the other day and I want to share it with you. Um, it It was hard for me to process this summer because one of the things I saw on social media and even in my everyday life, take social media out of it, is a lot of other people were having a great time, right? And I think any of us in any stage of life can relate to that, that we can be having a hard moment and we look up and around and others are doing great, right? And and it's not even that we're unhappy for them because, oh my goodness, my friends that were taking these amazing trips, which it felt like every friend I had went on 1,000 vacations this summer to 1,000 different places. I was so happy for them, but I was also sad for myself. Um, people who were posting pictures of happy children, why my kids felt like they were losing their mind more than they ever had before. Um, friends who were posting uh, work success milestones when I couldn't even find an hour to myself to get work done in the summer with all the kids home Um, or workout videos when it's like where when do you do self-care so I share all of those some in jest and some in many in reality that that it was It was a challenging time for me. And most of it is because my expectations didn't live up to my reality. Usually summer is my jam. Y'all, like I am the summer girl. I love summer with my whole heart. And I live in Houston, Texas, where it's a billion degrees and 1000% humidity. Nobody likes summer in Houston because it's not even it's not even fun to be outside. It's like you step into a sauna all the time. And yet I still love it. And I love my girls being home in the summer. But this was the first summer that was really challenging to do to be home with them in the summer. And it just wasn't a good one for us. Um and that was a good lesson for me to learn. So I'm sharing this for a couple of reasons. One, because I want someone who feels the same to just hear, it wasn't a good one for us. It wasn't a terrible one. Like it wasn't the worst ever, but it wasn't, well, it was the worst ever that we've ever had. <laughs> but I I want you to know you're not alone in that, okay? I also want you to hear if you have been in that specific situation or a similar situation of looking at things and saying, you know what? This just didn't go how I expected. This was not how I anticipated things going. I thought this was going to be fun. I thought this was going to be good. Or I thought this would have happened by now and it hasn't. And what ends up happening is we typically as women pile that shame on ourselves. 
we blame ourselves, right? We, we keep thinking that we have done something wrong. Um, the thing that brought me a lot of healing and freedom and didn't keep me stuck because I'll tell you, when my kids went back to school, what I wanted to do that first day is lay on the couch and watch Netflix all day long. Because I might be an Enneagram 3, which is known for being an achiever, go-getter person. But when I am done, I'm done. And I felt done after this summer. I felt just so, oh my goodness, friends. I felt so done with summer. Um so done and usually I'm like hanging on to the days um and I just I wanted to do nothing and I knew in my spirit that would have been a terrible choice and so that day I sat there with my bible and my journal and I just sat still and quiet and it was healing and what I did is I allowed myself to grieve and to be sad, and to process with the Lord what went wrong this summer. I was able to confess the parts of summer that I can take responsibility for, the times I overreacted and made a not great day worse, um, the times that I was selfish and didn't um, pursue the Lord where I could have brought more life and light into our household, but also asking the Lord and going to him and asking why, why was this this way? Or how come this didn't come through the way I had thought or what we have freedom to be open and honest with the Lord and to go to him and to grieve and to be sad. One of my favorite visuals in the Bible is Jesus in the garden because we see the son of God part of the trinity right it doesn't get more god than that like when if you're part of the trinity that you're part you are part god you're not part god you're fully god and somehow part of god and we see jesus in the garden right before he is arrested and he is crying it says that he's weeping it says that he um, was sweating blood. He was in such distress and anguish over knowing what he was about to face. And he asked the Lord three different times, if there's any other way, if there's any other way. And what we learn from that, friend, what we learn from that is that we have freedom to go to the Lord and be totally honest. You don't have to have it all together here on this podcast, but you really don't have to have it all together when you go to the Father. You can be totally yourself. and You don't have to be okay with how things went. And that day, I went to the Lord, and I was just not okay with how the summer went. I was sad. There were parts I was angry about. There are parts that I took my bitterness to Him about. Um. And once I walked through that, it lifted. <laughs> I don't know any other way to describe it, but like this weight and heaviness that I had carried all summer just lifted. And it didn't just like lift and dissipate and all of a sudden the summer felt magical because the summer still 
well, it still wasn't great. <laughs> I can't change that. Um, but I'm not still carrying it. And I wonder how many of us are still carrying things that we need to let go of. Because you think by carrying it, you're punishing yourself rightly. Or by carrying it, you're going to somehow fix it or make it right. There's a passage in the Bible that really convicts me on this one. I'm going to read the whole the whole section. It's um, John 8, 1 through 11. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning, and he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now and now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might be that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elder ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And Jesus said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. What's interesting about this story, I mean, I, I feel like I could spend 18, <laughs> 18 episodes on this, on this passage because it's so packed full of all kinds of goodness. Um, but what I specifically wanted to point out is here was this woman who was in the wrong, right? Like she had committed adultery. She had been brought out in public, likely naked, in front of everyone, shamed publicly. I mean, the, how humiliating, right? Like, how humiliating. And here are all of these people with stones ready to throw at her. And Jesus does something. And then finally, just before they throw, Jesus said, if any of you are without sin, go ahead, throw at her. And one by one, they set the stones down. And here's one of the things that I, I think when I read this passage. At first, the first, when I first started reading this passage, is how remarkable, you know, that Jesus advocates for us like that, that he doesn't allow others to judge us. Um, and that was really hard for me to believe and understand when I first became a Christian because I could see how people could really judge me because I lived, had lived a life that was very easy to judge. But now, as I've been walking with the Lord for, I became a Christian at 16 and I'm 40 now. I've been walking with the Lord for 24 years and I have plenty of things <laughs> the Lord is still working on me with plenty of things but it's not as big and as obvious as it once was right like uh, plenty of things I hope you heard me say that they're they're not the kinds of things maybe that it would get me pulled out into the temple courts like maybe like at one time it was 
And so now it's not, it's not that others would pick up stones ready to throw me. Now it's changed. Now those people have laid their stones down and they've walked away. And what has happened in my life, as Jesus said, well, there neither do I go in from now on, sin no more. And, and I left, but then now I've gone back and I've picked up those stones because I, I believe that I needed some sort of condemnation. And I share this story because I think as women, sometimes we carry more shame and we punish ourselves more harshly than we need to. Or, And I'm not just saying and let yourself off the hook, but I share all this. And I hope it makes sense for any of you who walked have walked through a similar season of, I would just encourage you, friend, to properly grieve what was whatever the season was if you moved if things changed if anything didn't go as you hoped it would whether it was a breakup a job loss um, a relationship change or a crazy summer that you have freedom and permission with the father to not be okay about it that doesn't make you a bad christian it makes you an honest one And then from there, asking yourself and asking the Father, is there any way I'm I'm picking up stones against myself and judging myself? And what do you just need to lay down? For me, I needed to lay down and let go of being upset and bitter about summer. I was holding on to that because summer was my favorite And I was so mad, not even at anyone specifically. I was just so mad it wasn't great because summer is always great for us. And it just wasn't this time. I was sad for that and mad about that. And I needed to let it go. So I know maybe that seems silly to you. But I hope in whatever circumstance and situation you find yourself in that it encourages you. Love you, friend. James one twenty two in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hears and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women are men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.